Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it. Get stupid, get it started, get it started. Big Brother fans, this is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. questions or comments, call in at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Going 
Hi, everyone. Happy Manic Mondays. Welcome, Big Brother fans. It's August 7th, 2017. I'm Sherry Garcia, and this is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'll be your co-host tonight, so let me say thank you for joining us for Manic Mondays with our awesome host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She's got an amazing show lined up, so I hope you're comfy and you've got your popcorn ready. In tonight's first segment, she's got our first guest from Big Brother 19, and he was the uber fan we were all adoring and hoping would be on the show much longer than he was. Cameron Hurd will be here with Michelle to talk about his time on BB19 and dish on everything that's going on in crazy town. Then in our second segment, Jessica Graff's mom, Teresa, will be here. Um, And I can't wait to find out what she's got to say. So I do need to let everyone know that we will be on time constraints tonight, which means that uh, we will be taking a few calls during our first segment. But because Michelle may have to translate some for Teresa and translation takes time, we decided not to take calls during our second segment. But as always, if you have a question or a comment you'd like to share with Michelle and Cameron, call in during our first hour at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. And if you don't press the number one key, your call may not get answered. So don't forget to press the number one. Now I'm going to bring up our beautiful host and let's get it started in here. Happy Manic Monday, Michelle. How are you and how was your weekend? Hola, Minga Cherry. Esto boa. Esto platicar pues ser u translator. Oye, sí. <laughs> I think I okay. like that because we never know what's going to happen. I was just saying I'm practicing my translating skills. So welcome, everybody, to Manic Monday. Um, hello, Miss Cherry Pie. Hello, everybody out there in the chat room. Anybody listening, if you're at the gym or you're driving in your car or all the archived people because we got lots of people that can't make it, unfortunately, because Mondays are a bummer and you got to catch up from the weekend. So uh, for all you archivers, woo, woo, woo. hola, como pasa, cabasa? <laughs> um, well, I had my vacation week, Cherry Pie, so I had nine days um, of ups and downs. I went back to work today, so so just trying to get adjusted to that. Um, we have such a fantastic show, you guys, tonight. I'm so excited. Um, we have Mr. Cameron on from Big Brother 19. Um, I can't wait to hear everything that he has to say, his time spent in the house, um, and basically what's been going on since he's been gone. We kind of wish that he had replaced Megan for when she self-evicted. Still one of my uh, ultimate uh, peeves of the season is not letting him back in the house um, at that point. But it is what it is. The the milk has been spilt, and we can't do anything about it but complain, as we normally do. Um, 
there's been so much going on and continues to go on. So we'll try to make sure we we touch base on everything. Um, as Cherry said, obviously we're going to have some time constraints because we want to obviously hear from our guests um, and what their thoughts are. And as Cherry said, um, we're going to see how it goes with uh, Jessica's mom. Um, sometimes, you know, like the interference with the radio and everything, sometimes it's hard to understand. So there might be some points where <clears throat> your girl, me, the Portuguese princess, will be translating for her Um but in the first segment, we'll try to get a couple calls in. So 347-237-5506. And make sure you press 1 if you want to talk on the air. And Miss Cherry Pie will know to screen your call. Um, so there's just a couple other things I want to say, too. Um, hopefully every watch, everyone's watching Celebrity Big Brother UK. Um, that has started up. And also congrats to... Isabel for winning uh, Big Brother UK, and congrats to Raf um, from America who got second place. He's a huge Big Brother fan, so congrats to him. Uh, I also want to say uh, happy birthday to my nephew Ryder, little Ryder man's birthday today, and he shared Aww. a birthday with a couple other people uh, that we know, Miss Cherry Pie and everyone listening. Um, our very own Adam Pock, the Baconator, um, his birthday is today as well. So wish him a happy birthday. And our Big Brother 19 feeds gold. What the the things Kevin says. He asked one of the zombies, the ghost, to hold his glasses while he was doing the comp. Um, and it's just, he's just heaven. Uh, Big Brother 19 Kevin, he's celebrating his birthday in the Big Brother house today. So I uh, hope he can hear us. Happy birthday, Kevin. So um, I, I'm watching the chat room. I'm looking at all you guys. I understand that you're upset that Cameron um wasn't in the house longer. So we'll make sure we let him know that. Um, he'll be calling in in a few minutes. Um, Ms. Cherry Pie, how was your weekend? Did you uh, do anything fun or, uh, you know, how's the weather over there? Uh, kind of rainy over here today. The the uh, weather over the weekend was beautiful. It was a lot cooler than normal. We actually had the lowest high on record on Saturday. So it was beautiful. And last night we went out to dinner with friends and had a great night, went out to a beautiful restaurant, an awesome Italian restaurant, and had a great meal. Really enjoyed conversation with friends and and just had a really nice time. And uh, Terry, you went to an Italian like restaurant. Did you have spaghetti and meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even want to think about meatballs. <laughs> oh, Someone is well, worrying sounds... meatballs for me for life. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, my God. Even Julie Chen said meatballs. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had a nice weekend and the weather's cooperating there. Um so let's kind of break down what's been happening um, throughout this week, um, and we'll obviously be talking about it more. Um, just let you guys all know out there, 
Uh, we do do spoilers, obviously. So um, letting that out now. We don't want no people complaining because we had a little problem on my Facebook the other day, and I, whoever went on my Facebook got shredded by all my people. So because I was uh, talking about Big Brother, um, hello, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, how come you didn't think about me before you posted it? Oh, excuse freaking me. Sorry, I did not think of you. No, no, I'm not. And why would you go on social media if you hadn't watched a show yet? What the hell's wrong with people? But let me tell you something. They probably will not come back on my page again. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Michelle. Yep, Lord have mercy. I guess you're just right, supposed so to we'll... have everybody in mind before you post something and think about every, what everybody me. in life is doing. Yeah, how dare you? How dare me? I had to get um, into Sherry, it with somebody what? today. What? No, no, go ahead. Say what you're going to say and then I'll say it. Oh, some brat that made a comment on one of our promos that was claiming to be a super fan didn't even know that you were on the same season as Dan Giesling and made some rude comments and I was like honey I'm not here to school you on Big Brother go back and watch the seasons and (laughs) it was just terrible the things he said it was just rude and he apparently hadn't had his diaper changed in a while I guess I don't know well, don't be giving, don't be spewing Big Brother facts if you're uneducated in the Big Brother field. That's number one. Number two, Needless they probably he started was... at season 14, so they probably didn't even know Dan had a first season, put it that way. Right. Admins from the group that it was posted in kicked the guy out of the, the group for doing what he did, so. Well, there you go. That's what you get for being an idiot. <laughs> you got me bald. You got me bald. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. With cherries right, on I top. Can't. With cherries on top, all right? I actually decided <laughs> uh, during Thursday night show that we're going to we're going to take meatballs and we're going to take it out. We're going to put hashtag Nokies. I like Nokies. Like a pink vodka sauce. Yeah. Why not Nokies? Why do meatballs get all the fame? What about the Nokies? Okay. I believe anyway. your, your guest is on the switchboard. Well, we'll talk about somebody who is educated in being a super fan of Big Brother and also now part of the Big Brother Familia. And I'm I'm pissed off that Josh is taking my Familia. Like, I use the Big Brother Familia terminology, but that's okay. That's all right, Josh. I'll let that slide. Well, without further ado, everybody, make sure you get your snacks, your drinks of choice, whatever you got to do. Because we got our first guest coming up. The one we wish was still back in the house. Our first guest from Big Brother 19. Mr. Cameron Hurd is with us now. Hi, Cameron. Thank you so much for calling in. What's up? How are you doing? What's up, Cameron? We're doing a lot better now that you're here. (laughs) Sweet. I'm excited to Welcome be here. This is exciting. To Manic Monday. We are excited to have you, Cameron. Another Manic Monday. I feel like we should be like doing the applause and like everybody just jumping up in the air and dancing. Like, please. Yeah, we should be like a here crowd. Yes. Oh, that's, 
see that? Yeah. That's a lot. That's amazing. See that? Quite an intro. You shall receive. <laughs> yes. Well, Cameron, I just want to say welcome to Manic Monday and welcome to the Big Brother family. Oh, my gosh. How excited are you to be part of the family and let everybody out there know about your experience on Big Brother. Like, it must have been so amazing to have walked in that house. Yeah, this whole experience has been crazy. I'm just so happy to be a part of the family. Everybody that I've come out to has showed me a lot of love and support. Uh, even though I was only in there for 12 hours, it was it was great to be in there. Uh, you know, just being part of the Big Brother family, just talking to legends of the game. I get excited every time I do it. It's like talking to celebrities to me. So all of it is just really exciting for me. Oh, my God. So I'm sure that there's been an outpouring of Big Brother alum that have reached out to you um, to let, you know, welcome you to the family and stuff, kind of what's been like the most exciting person, obviously besides moi, um, that has reached out to you, um, you know, and welcomed you to the family. Uh, well, I've been actually playing a lot of video games with McCray these last couple of days, which is bizarre to me. You know, just every single time I talk to somebody, I get like the heebie-jeebies. Like I kind of feel like uh, a kid in high school, like, with a crush you know I've got like butterflies in my stomach and I'm like oh my god I can't believe they're talking to me so yeah it's it's really bizarre it's a really bizarre feeling an exciting feeling too it really you you know we wish we had seen a lot about you you know it's unfortunate like I said earlier the the milk was spilt and we can't do anything to you know to clean it up um Mm -hmm. but um have you watched I know probably took you a little bit because you were in sequester for a little while um what did you come right out of the the sequester and after you know the battle back did you get right into watching it or did you take a little time to spend time with your family and your girlfriend and all that good stuff yeah so after coming out of sequester I did take some time I didn't jump into it right away um because it was all very raw for me and like you know, my dream got crushed in 12 hours. It's kind of uh, upsetting. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of hate uh, from, like, everybody that goes in there has haters and uh, fans in there. So um, I was just trying to take time for myself to uh, be able to laugh at the whole experience, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I came out, uh, took some time for myself, hung out with friends and family, and only like uh, a week ago now, I have watched uh, some of the episodes. I still haven't watched the Battle Back episode uh, where my dreams are officially over. But, um, yeah, I'm caught up at the moment. All right. Well, um, first off, talk about the 12 hours you spent in the house. I mean, like I know I was a super fan walking in, and I couldn't even believe it. Like, talk about just walking into the Big Brother house. Like, let everybody know what you were feeling. Yeah, so even when you're on stage, like right in front of Julie, and you see the door, you're like, oh, my God, this is happening. Nobody can, like, take me away now. Because the whole time during casting, you're, like, you're preparing for the worst mentally. You're like, I'm just going to get cut at any moment. And then once you're finally in there, uh, you're like, nobody can – come and take me out of here it's it's all up to me now to make myself uh win the half a million so and just like seeing all the rooms like the decoration it was like even being in the competitions it was just like everything was mind-blowing to me um i and on top of that i'm trying to like build relationships with these people uh you know for the longevity of the game and i'm just 
it was just really, really overwhelming for me at the beginning. Um, and I'm sure it was for basically everybody in that house. It's just a really overwhelming experience, uh, to be in there. Uh, and like to have like cameras on you all the time, know that you're mic'd up. Um, it's just, it's so much fun. It's so exciting. I'm, I had a blast while I was in there. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was unfortunate what happened. They threw this den of temptation or this, at that point, I don't think it was the den of temptation, but they threw this $25,000 and somebody took it, as we know. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that was what kind of took you out. What were your thoughts when you were first put on the block right away? Um, was it a lot of scrambling? Were you just trying to find anybody you could and get your votes like how was it at that time because it was fresh I mean you said you were 12 hours into the house so how can you really lock in these people to make sure they don't vote you out yeah so are you talking you're talking about after I got the bad apple yeah so, bad apple. yeah so um so basically yeah it was trying to approach people I only had an hour uh before they were evicting somebody so uh, I really had to try and talk to everybody as quickly as possible to like tell them that Jillian is basically going to float her way to the end of the game and Christmas is a competition beast. And those were my like two strategies I was going to go with. So I brought that up to the, the bros and they seemed to like me. They seemed to be down and the girls just didn't really seem interested. I think that eventually they ended up getting rid of me because um, Paul walked in and he's a dude and they were afraid of the numbers uh, difference being nine to seven uh, guys to girls in the house. So they just saw me up there and just took me out. So your thoughts when you saw Paul walk in, I mean, Paul was obviously runner up from last season. Um, Were you like, Oh my God, I want to join forces with him. Or were you like, "Uh, if I stay in this house, that's the first person that I'm going to get out of the house. So yeah, when Paul walks in, the house I was excited because uh, even though he didn't win last season uh, he came in second place and people think that he should have won so he's already walking in like as a known very good player and in my head if I'm ever in trouble I could always throw Paul under the bus and be like listen this guy has played this game before he's he knows what he's doing let's just get him out now Um, so I was actually excited because He's just somebody that you could throw under the bus immediately. Uh, Obviously, with that twist with three weeks of safety, that kind of prevented him from leaving. Um, But I was excited uh, to work with him in the immediate future, and then, like, I was going to cut him mid-game, about this point in the game or earlier. Um, Because uh, the vets do very well uh, when they come back for the second season, and I think – uh, if you are al- aligned with a vet in the beginning of the game, then you tend to go further along in the end of the game. So in my head, I was going to align with Paul, but he wouldn't be like um, my number one ally. But that's what I was trying to pitch to him when I was trying to get the bracelet from Paul was I was like, listen, last season, uh, nobody was loyal to you and Victor. And you're going to come into this game uh, and there's, you're the only vet. You're going to need people that are going to align with you. And I'm ready to align with you. I want to align with you. You're, I'm like a huge fan of yours. So that was basically my pitch to him. Um, 
but I guess he just did, either didn't believe me or uh, he, he just didn't bite. I don't know. There wasn't anything that I said wrong in that uh, because they obviously didn't show it on the in the show, but I just think uh, he just, like, haphazardly just didn't choose me for some reason. Well, he didn't give you a friendship bracelet, but I would have given you one. Ah, thank you. That. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, unfortunately, you, you did leave. I mean, nobody knew that you were in sequester and stuff, but um, you came back, and you fought your ass off in that battle rap oh. competition. Let me tell you, you gave Cody a run for your money. Talk about just the fact that, you know, when you found out that you – did have like the chance to come back and who you were competing against. Um, that must've been like exciting, nerve wracking, must've been like so many emotions going through you. Uh, so yeah, I was really excited, uh, to compete, to go back in the house because I, I felt pretty confident in my abilities in any situation that I could beat people, uh, in competitions. I didn't want to go against, uh, Matt and Cody, uh, for two reasons. One, because they seem like big physical threats and two, because we were gelling in the short amount of time that we were in the house. We like connected. Um, so, and then when I saw Cody out there, I was like, ah, that's a potential ally. And he, he seemed really difficult to go against in um, the uh, competition. We were, when we were on the trapeze hanging on for the apples. So um, right away, I knew that he was really my only uh, going to be my only difficult difficulty in getting back into the house and what do you know that's exactly what happened but um i i did try my best he just like did bam 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 at the very end and got all the got all the billboards down yep that 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 happened but you definitely gave him a run for your money i mean it was really really close it was a nail biter i mean it was just nerve-wracking to watch i could only imagine what you were feeling actually going through it um um now let's move on, okay? So I'm sure you've probably heard, I mean, you didn't know till after the battle back and you got home um, that there was somebody who self-evicted themselves uh, a few mm-hmm. days after your departure. And a lot of Big Brother fans, along with a lot of people, um, really wanted you to come in place of that because, you know, for you guys, oh, I've been there too. You've been through three, four months, maybe even years that you've, you know, tried out and you've gone through the process. And then to find out that there's somebody that took themselves out of the game, um, you know, a lot of people wanted them to replace you uh, with Megan. Um, talk a little bit about when you found out that Megan self evicted and everything that came about that, um, you know, whether you heard that she you know, left on, you know, personal reasons, but we know she self-evicted. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, immediately I was extremely frustrated because, um, I've applied for the show many times and I, I know other people have applied for the show many times and it's really just, it was my dream to be in there for 12 hours. And I was so grateful for that. And then the fact that somebody was in there and, um, she was able to, you know, dish it when I was on the, on the block and she was able to like get me out of the house. And then the second she takes heat in the house, she, she quits. I was, I was really, uh, really, really upset that that happened. Uh, you know, if you want to leave in the big brother house, you could find a way to leave. You could get yourself evicted somehow by calling people out. Um, so that, that was 
extremely frustrating uh, for me. And like <clears throat> now I know that she left on personal reasons or I'm not really entirely sure, but um, I, I felt like angry uh, just, just purely because I wanted to be in there so badly. And it, I think this is the first time somebody has self evicted or they've left on their own terms which is, is it's like Survivor, there's a lot of that, but in uh, Big Brother, this is the first, and I think uh, we pride ourselves on no one leaving this this uh, series, like, because of outsides, or because no one quitting the show. So, yeah, I was I was frustrated just purely because I wanted to be in there so badly. He was really being nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. You could tell I was freaking pissed off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was really pissed off. Like, I'm so grateful of the amount of support that I've received, like, from the other alumni or other fans that have said, like, I should have gone in her place. Like, I really am grateful for that. And <clears throat> But I was, like, extremely uh, angry that uh, somebody could – because – from my understanding, like she, she didn't really even want me in the house anyway. Um, she was like rallying against me, and then the second she gets caught up into in a lie or something, whatever ended up happening in that house, then she, she quit. Um, so, you know, that's that's the more frustrating thing that she was like able to get me out, but when she gets caught up in something, she can't wiggle her way out. She just quits. So, I was pretty pissed. Yeah, I mean, I think we all were. We just all kind of thought, okay, waiting for the doorbell. Where's Cameron? Okay, any minute now. I wish, like, I wish I had no idea. Like, I thought um, when when Julie was asking me, like, who I thought was evicted, I, I really thought it was her, but I didn't remember her name, Megan. I was just like, Ramsey's, because I can only remember, like, three or four people's names even at that point. So, um but I thought it was her. And what do you know? If she would have stayed in the house, it would have been her. Um, yes. But, and then who knows what would have even happened. There's like a butterfly effect. And who knows if Cody would have even been the second one out or the third one out. Like, because, I don't know, for un- unforeseen circumstances, who knows what would have happened. Um, the game could be completely different right about now. I know. And you could I know. I could be in the game. <laughs> yeah, you could have been the one to take out Paul, you know. Are you surprised yeah. that Paul has stayed this long? I mean, I'm a little surprised with, you know, how this cast kind of, you know, built up their, you know, background of, you know, how they were, you know, a lot of them were super fans and they wouldn't let, you know, a, a vet come in. And um, are you surprised right now at where Paul stands in the house? Um, a little, I'm on the fence on this because I am, I am surprised because a vet shouldn't be like a lone vet shouldn't be doing this well. However, uh, the very, very first day he's giving out eight friendship bracelets to keep people safe. And then he has immunity for three weeks. Um, just given those two factors, it's like, you're going to stick with him because, uh, he was loyal to you at the very beginning. And then, uh, when you know somebody is uh, safe for that long, like to have a de- dependent variable, which is like, so we know Paul is going to be safe. You're going to be hooked to that. So it, given those two factors at the very beginning of the game, I'm not that surprised that he's doing like that. He's still in the game. Uh, but I am surprised right now at how much control he has over the house guests. Like Josh is asking just to, 
even have a conversation with Cody. He's asking for permission, and it's just it's just ridiculous uh, that the house guests don't like have a, their own spine. Like I think Josh should have put up Paul this week and gotten Paul out of the house, but um, that's not going to happen. Uh, so yeah, I, I am surprised, but given how the twists have shaped uh, the beginning portions of this game, uh, not as surprised as like a different season. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of like what we've seen for the past um, few years of Big Brother and seeing vets come in and um, as coaches or um, just, you know, coming and playing the game. And we've all yelled and screamed at the TV just like anybody would, but it just seems to be yeah, uh, they have a that immunity. process. Yeah, he had that immunity. He also had the the fact that he could play in the HOH and the veto, so he had so much power that you kind of didn't want to piss him off, really, if you were targeting him, like the one person who targeted him, Cody. And, yeah. Um, and also, that. nobody knew about this power, so somebody took a jet at him, at Paul, without uh, without anybody even knowing that he had this immunity, which is also ridiculous. Like, they should, if they were going to do this immunity – they should have done it how Big Brother Canada 5 did it with uh, Netta, uh, where everybody knew that she was immune. Um, but I thought this Paul scenario would end the exact same way. With As soon as Netta was off of immunity, then uh, she got evicted. So I thought that was what was going to happen with Paul, but it's, it's not. I was actually so quoting that Paul should be Netta 2.0. Once oh, the safety really? was done, yeah. Once the safety was done, I thought that that was gonna be like an icon. Like you gotta go, you got to go, you need to go home. You know, like, yeah. and, and obviously, addiction. yeah, and obviously, uh, that's not happening. And you know, I really kind of thought that. All right, Josh is kind of like, you know, uh, out there. You don't really know what he's going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Please, I was like, please don't let this meatball maker um, <laughs> have have Paul become the HOH really, you know, and it yeah. has been like that. Like you said, like he's been telling, you know, asking when he can talk, he's been um, telling him to get out of his room. Like what is going on? Are yeah. people crazy? I'm like losing my mind here, Cameron. Like what yeah. happens if Paul said that to you? Like, you know, you can leave, you know, the room now. I, I'm going to use it. Like, I'd be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I would get, I would get angry because you know, <clears throat> it's your, it's your week. You're the HOH. You can do whatever you want to do. You can nominate whoever you want to nominate. They have to kiss your ass on, in that, uh, in that week. And if someone's saying get out of your own room, that's, it's like, all right, get out of this house because I have that kind of power. It's just, yeah. it's just so frustrating that these house guests don't realize how much power they have over Paul and uh they're just not executing on it um maybe maybe that's why paul didn't give me a friendship bracelet because he saw that i would be i would potentially uh jump ship on him immediately uh as soon as mid-game starts um but i don't know i can't i can't really figure out why these house guests are so off his ass right now yeah, it's hard to get into their brain. But, um, I mean, we've heard Alex say, too, uh, Alex has turned out to be um, a bummer. In the beginning, we really kind of thought that she was going to play the game. And once she got HOH and she didn't really do anything with it. Um, and then she tells Paul, you know, uh, I, you're going to win. I'm okay with second place. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. 
Would you ever yeah. say that, Cameron? Like, is that nuts? It's crazy with these house guests no. sometimes think, but I know it's a pressure cooker in there. Yeah, I, it's for, for sure it is. I'm not sure if Alex was saying that out of game or if she really meant uh, that she's fine with getting second place. But if anybody is – see, the problem is right now, it seems like a lot of people in that house aren't playing for themselves. They're playing for other people's games. You got all these showmances uh, in the house. You got, um, you know, Alex saying that she's going to play for – Paul, uh, the only people that I think are playing for themselves are Jason, um, Kevin, and that might be it. It it seems like everybody else is playing for another person. And I, what I really like in Big Brother is when people are playing for themselves. And it's really difficult to maneuver in that house when people aren't playing in their own best interests. It's really hard to talk and uh, coordinate um, like a blind side if they're not playing in their own best interest, they're playing in the best interest of somebody else. So yeah, it's so frustrating. Uh, I would it be is, always yeah. looking for what any little advantage that I could to uh, benefit myself long-term in that game. And everybody gets so afraid, Cameron, like, you know, if they make a move, like they're done for, but we all know that in that house, you can go make a move, and then in 24 hours, they forgot what move you made, and now they're on to the next person that either did something or said something or cut in line in the laundry um, line or they, you know, they took the last piece of toast. That's how, like, crazy yeah. that house is, that in a matter of minutes, everything can change. Yeah, like uh, Mark threw that pickle juice and hot sauce in his face, and now it's already over. But if you're in reality – and that happened two weeks ago, you still wouldn't be over it. So for sure, like you can do as many moves as you want, like not like all in sequence, not all at once, but you could do tons of moves in that house without any backlash at all. Uh, so that's, that's just super frustrating. And like the big moves, like you can only do a couple times, which I would consider like kicking someone out of their HOH a big, a big move. But I guess like Paul doesn't get any – any uh, repercussions out of that? No, he doesn't. He gets uh, drinks given to him and, you know, his feet rubbed <laughs> oh, practically. Yeah. yeah, he's like, my dogs are going to bark, and then Raven's literally barking like a dog. It's crazy. It's just it's yeah. Just Christmas now let's talk about Miss Raven. I'm not sure. Let's talk about Miss Raven. Miss okay. Raven, Miss Raven, Miss Raven. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Which disease so do you want to talk we, about? Well, I mean, the the nutty <laughs> disease, okay? So she, okay, so we all know that we have to do extreme testing psychologically, physically to be in the house. Yes. Yeah. Right? Do these people really think that this is Big Brother Hospice and that basically <laughs> Raven can die any minute and Big Brother would put themselves in a predicament like that? I mean, these all these house guests went through the same thing. Why? I think they're starting to get it a little bit. Like there's people making comments now, Cameron, mm-hmm. about you know what is going on with Raven. You know she eats like a pig, which she can't really eat. She hasn't puked. She twirls around like a ballerina. You know she's barking yeah. like a dog. You know, um, and it's it's crazy. You know, okay, yes, I feel bad for her. You know, yes, she has a problem, whatever. But I think it's gone to a little bit of extremes inside and outside the house. Have you uh, seen any of that kind of stuff outside of the house? 
kind for of sure. I've I've seen that Raven's mom has posted some stuff online, and she seems just as uh, I think she might seem crazier than Raven. Um, I think <clears throat> you know just that Raven's just uh, regurgitating everything her mom has been saying in that house. Um, but you know, when you're in the house and you have no outside stimulus and this girl says she's dying all the time and you can't really Google like why or what it is, you really just have to take your word on it. Uh, I can understand why it's taken the house guests, uh, 50 something days to finally get, think a little bit and be like, is she really dying? I'm not sure. Uh, because I, that was one of the things in the first day that she was telling me about was, how serious her disease is and how fortunate she is to be alive and uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, And I thought it was amazing that she was there. Um, But, you know, if you're saying the same story over and over again, people start to get sick of it. So I think that's where we're at. She's been telling the same story over and over. And I see now that she's just making stuff up about her disease, like her spine is uh, inverted or I, I can't remember them all, but. It's just, it's yeah, just you crazy, can't keep up. And the, the story's <laughs> changed. But I don't know if you've heard this story today. This is actually funny. Um, she's actually telling people now that Cody tried to kiss her and make out with her in the beginning of the um, <laughs> season. And and she turned him down. She said, you know, no, All Cody, right. you cannot kiss me. And then she also <laughs> went into um story talking about the fact that um, she told Cody that she couldn't have any kids, so Cody said he didn't want her anymore because he can't have any kids. So that's when he went for Jessica. Um, this girl is nuts. I mean, we no. cannot have her in this house anymore. We need to take her immediately from from the Big Brother house straitjacket to a nut house. Um, yeah, have you heard like, this latest about to... making out with Cody? No, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I think Cody would go for the hottest girl in the house, and that's Jessica. So, so I don't see why any why anybody would believe that crazy story. Uh, and if it was true, why it's just coming out now? Uh, because all you do in that house is sit and stew and think about things that already happened, and eventually it's going to come out. So this is just made up crap, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think Cody would even do that uh, to begin with. Uh, he's, he doesn't seem like a guy that would hop from girl to girl looking for a showmance. Anyway, I think his relationship with Jessica is a little bit more genuine than that. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just bizarre. Like, her whole – she just wants to be the center of attention all the time. And yeah. uh, and she'll just say whatever it is to to be the center of attention. Yeah, and I think that the more and more she talks, like, she's just literally hanging herself little by little. It's, like, minuscule every, like, little by second by second. But these seconds have got to add up where she's going to completely hang herself um, and shoot herself in the foot. But that's probably another disease she's probably going to say that she has. Well, she did get stitches in the foot. Um all right. Well, I don't want to even waste any more time talking about Raven because she's just ridiculous, and I feel Michelle? bad for her when she comes out of the house. Yes. Sorry? We have a couple of callers. Big Brother God? I'd like to take a few callers. <laughs> I thought it was the Big Brother oh. God. Cherry pie. <laughs> yeah. 
Michelle, you must exchange your microphone. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Yes, Cherry, let's take some calls. We have about um, 15 minutes left, so let's let's take some calls. Okay, we have Mr. Ed Brophy with us. Hi, Ed. Hello, ladies. Hey, Ed, what's going on? What's your question for Cameron, my wine hubby? Well, um, I was going to talk about the GoFundMe scam, but since we're off that topic, I just have one question for the guy who was in the house for like an hour and a half. What's his name, Cameron? GoFundMe scam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was very upset that Christmas Smith Athletic didn't go for the challenge instead of the vote. But I, I know. What was there, that? Uh, uh, well, there was – I don't know what I can talk about, but there was something that happened that didn't make the show. Uh well, you I guys would, you know, we didn't feed. see. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't see any. No, we didn't see that on the feed because the feed wasn't up yet. And yeah, yeah. we figured there was something happened because there was no talk about which way everybody should go. It was like, boom, you guys were gone or you were gone. Yeah. But my question to you is, is Cody really as psychotic as they're editing him to be? Like, is he really <laughs> not that social? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... He really just does stare. Uh, I was trying to do some playful banter in the battle back competition in between competitions, and he uh, didn't really even say any words to me. Uh, so he, I, I thought he was social on day one uh, because we connected because he's a Marine and my stepbrother is a Marine, and we were connecting that way. And, but... Um, you know, I, I don't really have a lot to go on, but the little bit that I do, he just seems like a stone-faced, uh, cold, uh, very emotionless person. Yeah, right. he's seen a, a lot of note. stuff. Michelle, <laughs> make a note that um, Cody has a room far away from us at Reality Rally. <laughs> Listen, he'll put, he'll still burn a look through the doors. He'll probably do like a lightning beam with his eyes. If he doesn't say anything, that's the scary part. It's his eyes that do all the talking. Yeah, the thousand well, yeah, yards there or something like that. And you know me. I mean, after a few cocktails, I'll be spilling the beans. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you will, Mr. Ed Brophy. I'll just juice you up with some wine, and you'll just be spilling everything. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, I'm going to go get dinner. Ed I'm Brophy. just home from jury duty. I will talk to you maybe oh, next geez. week. All right. I love you, Ed. Thanks for calling in, Ed. Love you, too. Thanks for All right, ladies. And Cameron, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, our next All caller right. is Callie from Colorado. Hi, Callie. Hello. Hey. Hey, Callie. How are you guys? We're good. How are you doing, Callie? I'm good. I'm practically about to scream with how sheep-like these house guests are. Yeah, they're very (laughs) 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 bah-ha-ha-ha. Sorry, that was a bad sheep impression. (laughs) The (laughs) bah-ha-ha-ha. Sally, what's your question for Cameron? So my question is, if you actually did win the battle back, who would you have gone after? Good question. Hello? Cameron, did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. She said, if you were to have won the battle back and you came back in the house, who would you have uh, be gunning for at that point? 
Uh, yeah, so um, I was asked this question before going in, and uh, my answer was Paul. Uh, for a couple reasons, I, uh, he's an immediate target for me because I could say he didn't give me a friendship bracelet, um, and uh, he didn't really try and help me stay in the house. That would have been my immediate target. But once when I go in there and I see everybody's up Paul's butt, um, I would have tried to <clears throat> go in between showmances probably. I would have tried to be like a fifth wheel in between Marlena and uh, Raven and Matt, uh, only because I like Mark and Matt, um, and I think that would be a good team. So yeah, that's who I would have gone. I would have tried to align with, and that's who I, I would have tried to go after. Paul and Alex now. So would you get in between Matt's cereal bowl and his orange <laughs> Texas shirt? You know, maybe he could borrow a couple of my shirts, and uh, he can branch out. You know. I have a very colorful wardrobe. Uh, you didn't, you don't, you only saw that one plaid shirt that I have, but uh, you know, usually I'm wearing a, like a bunch of bright colored t-shirts and maybe he could stop wearing orange and blue. Uh, he can, you know, get something else. Yeah. Space with a cereal bowl on it at all times. I mean, he's like attached to the cereal bowl. Like get, step away from the cereal bowl, Matt, and play big brother. <laughs> Step away. You know what? I, I actually eat a lot of cereal too, and I think if I was in the house, uh, I would been like, we would have been the cereal buddies or something like that because I was getting made fun of in uh, Sequester about the amount of cereal that I eat. So I'm kind of glad that that didn't actually end up happening. I'm not taking as much heat with the the cereal uh, as he is. Well, you guys would have probably butt heads because who would have gotten the last cereal crunches on the bottom of the bag? That would have been actually one of those things. Like, if you eat that last bowl, your ass is going off. Don't even eat the cereal crunch. Oh, I could see it now. I could see it now, big brother. Listen to us. Get Cameron back in there. Well, thank you so much, Callie. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call, Callie. Thanks, Callie. I bet Callie eats a lot of very... cereal. She lives in Colorado. You know what I mean? Sorry. What? <laughs> Colorado is the first legalized marijuana state, so she probably got the yeah. munchies. Oh, I understand that. What is she from? I California? say the very last for best. We have Colorado. Her name is Callie. Oh. Our name is Callie. Yeah, we have Kansas on the line with us. Hi, Kansas. Oh shit, Kansas Hello. is on the line. <laughs> Michelle, thank you for your humor, man. With this crap season, I need this. I need these laughs. So, thank you, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. I'm here every. I'm here every Monday night. Boom. And we need you, babe, because this is hell thank to you. watch, Cameron. Just like you, I am a huge Big Brother fan. And I hate it. You know, it kills me what happened with you. It's so freaking unfair what they did to you. And, you know, just also know this, Cameron. It's unfair to us fans out here that really wanted to see you play. Mm -hmm. I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing Paul back, back, and we talked about this last week, really ruined this season. Big time. This would have been a terrific season. We did not need Paul. And everything that's going on, watching this 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 season's like dead to me right now. Oh There's, my gosh. 
It really is. Norman needs to bring life back in there. He's got to pump some heart. Anytime hearts, you get any kind of excitement heart, that something's going to happen, it turns, it goes back to crap again. It's just constant <laughs> one side. And big Big Brother fans don't want to see one side. They want to see bouncing back and forth. This, ha- you know, we want to see a change, and seeing uh-huh. what's going on with Paul. I hate his edit, you guys. They are giving him. This, I mean, wonderful, beautiful little edit, mm-hmm. which is which is crap. Yeah, what, he, what he's been cat. doing? Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. But he's not our pet, and I'm sick of this stinking Paul show. This it's it's awful. It's so terrible to watch, and how he rules all. They were called um last week Enzo from season twelve. He had the perfect name for these people: the Sheeple. It's, the it's beautiful. It's exactly sheeple. what they are. Yes, the sheeple. And you were touching on what he was doing with Josh. And that's another thing, you guys. Josh shocked me. But in a good way, he was going to try to change things up. What the yeah, hell happened the whole- with crapness? I'm not going to call her Christmas anymore. I'm going to call her crapness. <laughs> because every because she's full of crap. What the hell? Is this chick on drugs? Guys, yes, she is on drugs. She's on painkillers, high doses of painkillers. She has a broken foot, God damn it. She is on drugs. <laughs> That's her excuse. Listen, but Kansas, we only have a couple minutes excuse. left with Cameron. Do you have any okay. other questions besides comments, darling? <laughs> yeah, touch on that, Cameron. What the hell with, with, Christmas, with crapness, Okay. I mean, she's telling Josh one thing: don't listen to Paul, right? And then she and Paul wants her to use, you know, her 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 hacks. She says, "No, I'm going to hold on to it." What the hell happened? I think it was just the drug. It's like the same time every day uh, with the drugs. Like as soon as she takes them, she starts listening to Paul. It's like it's crazy. I don't know what they're putting in the drugs. That way, uh, they listen. She listens to Paul. Um, but like at the beginning of the day, she's like coherent. She is thinking, Oh, I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to jump to the other side. And then she takes the drugs and then she's Paul's puppet. So I think it, it literally is the drugs that she's taking. That's and the, the Paul's puppet. You know, the thing that's, that's crazy. If anybody watched last season and knows Paul, first of all, he comes from a billion dollar family. And what was his big reason for wanting to win last year? To buy a Bentley for his mom. So if all these oh, really? people, yes, this yeah. is what he said. Yes. Do you remember you guys? He wanted to <laughs> yeah, win last did. year to win it, to buy a Bentley for his mom. Okay. And these people are fighting for this guy. Let's end the show right now. I mean, I keep saying this, and I mean it. I want OTT. Give me my OTT, because this sucks. Crap. Tell us how you really feel, Kansas. I think you need to go to Colorado. Smoke some of that shit. Now. All right, Kansas. Well, we love you. And them constantly stroking him. Oh my God! Stroke my arms. Stroke my legs. Stroke my back. These girls look like such idiots. Yeah. And then last night with Christmas and Kevin, you guys, Cherry is a married woman. This made me so sick watching Uh-oh. her stroking his, oh, my God, up his leg and his feet. And my husband does this with me, and it's very sensual. And believe me, it turns me on. I'm watching this Listen, shit. Listen, Kansas, this is um, I'm sorry. a rated R. 
We're taking it. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear Carrie's opinion on that one when you take me off because I really <laughs> want to hear what she thinks. It's. I feel for his wife I, and his daughters. I would die watching this crap. Oh my god. I, okay. One hundred percent agree with you, Kansas. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I know you're holding Kansas, back. We love you. I know you're not telling we us exactly Kansas. how you really feel. She's holding back. She is. <laughs> I know. She's, she's holding back. You always get Good that from Lord. me, though. I, like I never Kansas. disappoint you. we got to go. You. We only have a couple minutes left with uh, Cameron. So thank you so much, my love. Thank you. Don't, don't, let me, don't click me off because I can't listen to you. So can I just listen to you through my phone? You absolutely yeah. can, babe. Thank Love you. you girl. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cameron. I hope you come back oh. because you seem like you have so much potential and so much heart. And I'd love to see you yeah. play Stay with this us, game, girl. Man. I mean that. Thanks. Right. I wish Stay I could back too. Well, Take he ain't going to be stroking okay. nobody. Cameron ain't going to be stroking nothing. I'll tell you that right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Cameron, that's just how a little bit of how people feel out there. I'm sure that you've uh, definitely <laughs> seen and read it all. Um, so at this point right now, we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, you know, uh, we see that there's uh, Jess, Elena, and Raven is on the block because Mark um, got off. Um, you know, it, it is a telltale that Jessica's going to be going. At this point, if she goes, um, who are you kind of rooting for right now to to go to the end. I mean, it's kind of every minute changes, but is there somebody in particular that you're rooting for? Uh, yeah, the only person that I'm rooting for actively, uh, well, it's Cody and Matt. Um, I think Matt is just uh, guilty by association with Raven. As soon as she goes crazy and gets evicted, I think Matt will be able to pull some strings. I think he's just been laying low and that's really what you want to do if you want to win at the beginning. You want to lay low and then strike in the mid game. So and we're we're approaching the mid game right now. So I think Matt has the necessary tools right now to um win the game. He's not getting into verbal arguments. Uh he's really just uh laughable and people uh seem to like everybody seems to like him on both sides of the house. So and he's not really getting in all the bullying. So I'm, I'm really, I really like Matt's position right now to win. And I, I just like Cody. Um, I, I, I don't watch the live feeds and I've heard that what he said on the live feeds has been like terrible, but the little bit that I've uh, talked to him when I was in the house and like, uh, just, I just like him as a person from that. And I think if I was in the house, me and Cody would have uh, done, would have been in alliance. Uh, so that's who I'm rooting that for. That would have been pretty awesome, though, Cameron. CC, yeah. the CCs. I think that would have been good. You know what I mean? That yeah, would have been sure. an interesting I, combo. I think so, too. But uh, Paul just had to come in the house, you know, and ruin everything. <laughs> but, Damn it, Paul. Um, God damn it. <laughs> but uh, I, I had a blast everything. while I was in there. Well, you know, like I said, welcome to the family, Cameron. Um, You know, from here, it's just going to be a roller coaster. Um, You know, I'm going to be going and attending the the finale. So cannot wait to hang out with you. I'll be with (laughs) Mr. Lawan. I'll be with Jason Roy and Parker. Um, I'll be with all the people, Daniel Donato, all those people. And uh, we will be hanging out and having some fun with you and uh, making the best out of the situation 
And uh, like I said, you did such a great job. We wish that you had have stayed in there longer, but the you know it is what it is. And uh, yeah. we're, we're just glad to be talking to you right now. And thank you for taking out the time to talk with us here. We uh, we really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. It was a blast talking with you. Uh, I can't wait to see you at finale. It's going to be awesome. Um, again, thanks for having me. Uh, I had a blast while I was in the house. Uh, you know, Big Brother is a marathon, and uh, for me, it was a sprint. So uh, even though it was just 12 hours in there, it was still like living out a dream. And I think uh, that a majority of the fans saw how dedicated I was to the show and how much I liked it. And that that's probably why so many people felt for me that I had a, that I left in the first 12 hours. So, um, yeah, I had a blast. I'm having a blast now, even talking to you. I'm going to have a blast in the future. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. And if there's ever a big brother, all stars, second chances for people who got screwed, I think that you definitely have, um, one of the, uh, reasons for getting into the all star (laughs) house because you did (laughs) a ton of short. Yes, uh, you will get a ton of votes. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, I, think, you know, I think people will vote for you to get back in by the groves because a lot of people on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere have said how much they really wanted to see you play and how devastating it was that you didn't get to be on the season. So. I think mm-hmm. you're a shoe uh, if they ever do a season like that. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I can only dream. I dreamt to get on once, so this would be like a miracle to get on twice. Uh, you know, usually they don't bring back uh, house guests that got evicted first. Uh, I was surprised when they brought back Dave on after she was evicted second. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Never uh, say never, gonna, Cameron. Never I'm going to remain never. optimistic. I'm going to remain optimistic until uh, it gets canceled, which will never happen probably. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Nobody listen to Kansas. She doesn't know what she's talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Kansas. All right, Cameron, thank you so much, and you have a great night, and um, enjoy the Big Brother ride. All right, we'll do. Bye. Bye. Take care, Cameron. Aww. What a great guest. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, he probably would have been one of those people that didn't fly with the sheep, you know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those things. But uh, um, thank you, callers, for calling in. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, Ed, Callie, in Kansas, um, always tearing it up. Um, let me, Cherry, uh, are, do we have our next caller yet? Oh, she might be screening you guys. Um, so like I Michelle? said, we're going to be on Times and Street. Yes. We do have your second guest on the switchboard. Awesome. Without further ado, everybody, make sure you guys get your questions ready, and I will be preparing myself <clears throat> in case I need to translate, but we will try this in English. All right, Cherry Pie, let's bring up our guest. Awesome. So from... Big Brother 19, we have Jessica Graff's mom, Teresa, joining us now. Hi, Teresa. Thank you so much for calling in and joining us tonight. Hello, Teresa. Yes. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Doing very well. 
How about you? Uh, we are doing great. Uh, we are obviously talking about Big Brother, and I just want to let you know from all of us here on Man- Manic Monday, thank you for taking the time to call in, and we are definitely Team Jessica. Yes, yes, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about, um, first off, talk about Jessica right now. I mean, she's been playing such a great game. Um, what were your thoughts when she told you, hey, Mom, I'm going to go on Big Brother? What did you think? I was thinking that she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's perfect fit then. Absolutely crazy, putting yourself out there in the house, full with a backstab and uh, conniving and a bunch of snaking people. So I, I didn't know, like the idea. I trying to uh, point to her all the negative things, but she's busy anytime. When we make our mind, that's it. Now, did you but know what you. Big Brother was before? She went on, did you do some investigating when she told you this? Like, were you like, what the heck is Big Brother? Oh, no, no. There was a thing that she had with her father. They used to watch it, especially the Big Brother, the one with the father and daughter in them. So they used to watch together. It was a thing. They are always, they always talk about what's going to happen next next week or tomorrow. So they always, like, have a popcorn and they sit down and watch it. And hope that the father and the daughter would have won the, the big brother. So would have won. So, yeah, there's a thing between her and her uh, father. So I know I was watching here and there, but uh, there there was more. That's a thing between her and her father. So you were familiar She's with what a, happened. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. I was familiar with uh, everything else, but I just don't agree that she is not educated for. Um, being the the kind of person that uh, rude and uh, and backstab and two faced she's like a they, like I say the Italian the Brazilian we say things and you know, in your face we don't talk behind your back so I never expected her to go that far and and fight so much for what she wants uh, without being that way, the connive, the completely connive way. I know that some people on, on the show say that that she is, but which she is not compared with everybody else, you know. It's, they just pick on her for have a brain and, and beauty, you know. So it's just, a, you know, especially all the female now on Big Brother, every single one have something to say about her, but they cannot actually, the only thing they keep saying is about She's a liar, which she's not. But then again, that's the name of the game. So they just pick on her because, let's face it, puts a bunch of women on the house. they all trying to be the most beautiful one. And beauty and mm-hmm. brain don't come together that much, you know. Very well said, Teresa. Um, Teresa, my you, you know, Terry... not because she's my girl. You know she had the beauty and the, and the brain, you know, it's so far. That's how she's been doing that show. She's been fight every day. I mean, they put her and her boyfriend so many times in that hot seat that they should move on, you know. I agree with she's you, Teresa. I mean, if anybody well. Yeah. Right? The more they should have realized, okay, she's strong, so let's get her to fight for us and, and, and get together. And I mean, time, you know, they leave the people there the who want to clean the kitchen and cooking. And the other one, she 
pretending to pray to God, and in the meantime, she's backstabbing every single one in the house, and she's saying, and broken and she thinks she's going to go all the way to the bank with a half a million dollars, you know, and that is, and uh, Alex, she's saying that my daughter, I paying for my daughter apartment, that my daughter, I support by her family. My daughter works very hard. I don't give my daughter one dime. Everything I've been in a place where she work is a is an honest place where she work. She work a lot. She work like till two in the morning, and uh, she make her own money to pay her own bills. And Alex saying that I pay for my daughter's bills. No, I don't. I mean, relax, girl. That's too much jealousy. Talking about things <laughs> that she don't know, right? She doesn't know yeah. anything, you know, so she's saying that Jessica is conceived, that Jessica is this and that. How about she talk about her breast imprint? If Jessica would be constant, Jessica would be that way, that fake, Jessica would have a, the boob even bigger, which she have a real breast, and not Alex just sitting there and saying that my dad is conceived. No, you are, you have a breast imprint, so you want a boy to look at you. You want to be a bronze instead of brunette. So who exactly, who are you? You know what I mean? That's a, it bothers me when a woman trying to put other one down when they go out there and they do all that fake things on their body and try to be better than other people and, and trying to, to put other people down when uh, look yourself in the mirror. You're supposed to be a brunette and you were brown and you're supposed to have a little boob and you have a big boob. You know what I mean? Is that is not yeah, a bra? That is a completely a breathing print, and she's over there putting my daughter down. Like, look yourself in the mirror, girl. Yeah, I think that it's it's funny because you know they're talking you know about her, and yet they are basically talking about themselves and 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 really trying to put somebody else down, trying to make themselves feel better. But you know they don't even know her from outside this house, and. Uh, to say that you're paying for her bills. I mean, your daughter's been out away from the house for a good eight years now. She's lived not just in L.A., but she's lived in other places. So Yes, absolutely, um, yes. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I think that, you know. She's very strong and very smart. Well, and one I thing think about that's Jessica. that's what the father, because Alex, she lived with her mom, you know what I mean? My daughter hasn't lived with me for years. You know, so it's really bad when somebody trying to put other people down. You live with your mom. Grow up. Go get yourself your own apartment, and then you can talk bad about other people, you know. So I don't know. I, I, I know that would be driving me crazy that watching people talk bad about my daughter when she's really a good person. She's a people person. She's very smart, and she's not disrespect to you unless you cross the line. You know, she's really, she's petite, but her mouth is really big. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, you can tell that she's been raised that. very well. Oh, yes. absolutely. And the one thing that, that Michelle can Michelle can vouch for is once she's out of that house and this is all over, Jessica is going to have a platform to do charity work and things for the greater good. It's going to make all of this all so worth it. So even though she's going through a lot right now in the house, she's going to have such a platform, you know, to do good things for the help of others 
from now on. Oh, absolutely, yes. They they mention her name in that show. If Jessica would get it, Jessica and Cody would get $1 for each time they mention the, their name in that show, they would get out of there very rich. The more they mention her name, <laughs> the better it be. You know what I mean? I think the show is not calling Big Brother anymore. The show is Jessica and Cody because Ooh, that's what they do. Yep. They invest yep. in so much time and talking about her that when she get out of that show people only going to remember true names you know what I mean everybody else will be completely invisible and I completely disagree about the bully that is allowed uh, on the big brother because it's a lot of people been they have that problem that issue they go up with the people bullying them and big brother is promoting the, the, the all that bullying, I think it's just very unfair. You put a bunch of, excuse me, but a bunch of dumbasses that immature, <laughs> they think they're going to, they think they, they deserve to get, they deserve to get punched in the face. But the other people are really smart. Let they make a jackass out of themselves because all people have been talking about is the crybaby, is the bully, and the people is really annoying. You know, move on. You know, like the bully is, uh, to me, in my opinion, bullying is disgusting. And Big Brother been out of control. They put too many people bullying in one show and become, honestly, very annoying. I pretty much like it. No one to watch when they start with the stupid bullying because what, what is like, how old are you? You know, I'm sure a lot of people out there deal with that and they have the kids that been deal with that. And and then they put the TV on, and here he is, promotion, you know what I mean, promoting the the bowling. This, people should be ashamed of themselves. That's a very embarrassing. You put a bunch of adults in the house, and they think they're going to win half a million dollars just by bowling and cleaning the house and, and, uh, and, and, and put other people down. Like, I don't know, they should get a life. I hope they, when they go home, they can see themselves, how they behave, and be very embarrassed. And they should go on the websites and see what the people say about them because you're not famous, okay? Bully is never famous. People forget you. You're the invisible one. And they will be very lucky for you when they go outside and people recognize them and they don't get punched in the mouth just for being annoying bully, you know what I mean? To me, oh, yeah. that's, that's very... What are they doing? Good then. My daughter is a very strong mind, and, uh, and, and she's beautiful, and she understands the game. But I teach my kids that when if somebody would say anything bad to you, I teach my kids that uh, you, when they laugh, laugh with them. Because if you laugh too, they don't have nothing to be laughing about. Because enjoy, you know, because the only way to, to understand and the the name of the game about the bullies, when they say something stupid, they laugh. Hey, let's all laugh together. And now they have to move on and find somebody else or find something else to laugh about. That's what I always you're, told my kids. You're right. You're like well, the voice of Teresa named Teresa. <laughs> well, my Teresa, kids have never thing, been bully, you know. Yeah, well, unfortunately, this house, you know, they're locked in and they don't know, you know, the they don't realize what they're saying until they come out of the house, and you're right. They will find out what people think about them outside the house because that's something Big Brother fans will definitely do. But the one thing I have to say about Jess is that 
She's so good in competition. She's really, really good at this game, and she's smart, and she takes a breath. She even puts Cody and tells Cody, stop that. This is not how you're supposed to act. And the other day when she said to Cody, you know, this is not how you're supposed to act inside or outside the house. I said, you know what? I said, Jessica's really, really smart this game, and I wish there was a lot more people playing the way she was trying to just play the game, win the competitions, and that's it. And she's been fighting every single minute in that house. And what's going to happen when they leave? It's going to be like the boring show because none, nobody's going to know what to do anymore. They're not knowing how to play the Big Brother game anymore, Teresa. Exactly. Exactly. No one wants to watch a show where that Paul is a ridiculous ass because he <laughs> had the chance. He went on the candidate candy Cross show and lost $100,000. And then he wasn't a big brother before, and he lost another half a million dollars. Now he have another third opportunity for another half a million dollars. He's a three-time loser, three-time. He don't belong in that show. He's, he's way too smart for the dumbass day in that show, and he knows that Jessica and Corey is a big competition for him. He absolutely knows. But he also knows that he don't have a strong partner. Jessica and Corey, they're strong together. He, he's lonely. He's very lonely. And I really hope that he's not getting nothing. I want him to go home feeling that he's a three-time loser. The amount of money that he lost in three shows, I really hope that he go home and mentally realize that he lost more than a half a million dollars in the show, and he, he did it. And the way that he did everything was wrong, you know. He's supposed to go home. I keep telling myself, I scream to the TV and I say, I say to myself and scream to the TV and I say, you got to divide for you to be able to conquer. You should have put Kevin and Paul in that hot seat. Then Paul would have go home, you know, but... We wanted that. We wanted anything but Jessica and Cody to be up there. Um, obviously we saw, you know, Jessica use the hex. What, what were your thoughts on the fact that, that Paul was trying to get her not to use the hex? I mean, did he really think that Jessica's that stupid? She's not that stupid, Teresa. She was going <laughs> to use the safety, right? You know, you know what I was saying? I was saying that I have, when they call me to explain to me, I say, listen, you do not have to explain to me. It's not if in here. Love Crunker. And my, I don't raise a stupid. I told the lady, I did not raise a stupid. My kids are not stupid. <laughs> and for the entire people in the house, I can see how much they are in love. The beginning, I was pissed. I was really mad. Because everything I told her not to do, she actually, kids don't listen. So I was pretty much uh, just kept watching, see how they are together. And I realized they are in love. So... When I got the call to say, oh, this might happen this way, it's not going to happen this way. So I told her, no, here's what I'm telling you what's going to happen. She's, she's not going to, uh, to sacrifice the love for money. Love conquer everything. She, she should, I would not feel mad with her if she used that to save him. I would do the same thing because these people in the house don't realize how much they are in love. They're willing to protect each other. I have no doubt that she was going to do that, and uh, and she did, and I was not mad with her. Even if she would have leave the next day, I still not would have been mad with her 
because she didn't at a moment what she thought was right, and I did not want her to have any regrets. So I told her before she went to the show, the last time we talked, I told her, then you go there, babe, do what you got to do. If you know you did 100%, it doesn't matter if you went or not. What matters that you went there, you did what you think it was right, and in my book, you always will be a winner. You go there and do your thing because I can't make you change your mind. And, of course, she went there, and uh, I told her I don't want to see her cry too much on TV. You try to, to hold down. Don't let people see you cry. You know, be strong and, and do your thing. You know, so that happened. So, of course, love conquer. So that the people, power was really stupid. And the other people in the house for think that she know what to use. He's thinking he's the only one with the brain. He's there, the only ones fighting in the house. Everybody else is just sitting back, you know, not fighting, meaning game-wise, because they're fighting game-wise. But what were you thinking when you probably heard about how they all ganged up on um, Cody and Jess and how Paul was, like, egging them all on? Because Paul's actually, excuse my language, a pussy, because he was the one that's scared of them, and he's making all these other people fight his battles for him instead of fighting it in the Big Brother game. He's got Raven yelling at her, and he's they got Josh yelling at them and, you know, hitting frying pans. Were you like, is this house crazy? This must be a mental institution. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking there was also they were doing that. And you know why I was thinking that? I was thinking that they, uh, by they behaving that way, that everybody, two color, came out, mask off. Yeah. And you can see raving the beginning, how she act like, oh, I am very sick, this and that and that, and act like she was very fragile for people to feel sorry for her, act like she deserved this and that and all that. She's a, such a sweet girl and all that. And then... Two weeks later, she started to completely change. I'm glad that my girl say, did you see how she changed? My Jessica say, she changed her voice. She had a different voice for different things. And I'm saying to myself, I'm glad that she can see that. And when Raven was behaving that way, oh, I was saying, like, that's really awesome. Let her people see it, her true color, realize that. The, the game that she started to play to be all awesome and sweet and a good person, she become that really, really mean person, and that's what I, I like. I didn't want people to see her true color, and, and that's what everybody was talking about. What happened to that sweet girl from the beginning, right? And, and, and now, yeah. um, last week, they're talking really bad about Josh and about Paul and about Christmas, how they should be ashamed of themselves. I think this week it will be all about Raven, how that girl can behave like a, she was like a sick little dog at the beginning of the, the show, and now she's become, I don't even know what she become, but, is that, but actually what she was through the show, being the, the sweet and sick girl at the beginning, now she's nothing but a puppy dog whom Paul tell him her way to go, sit, don't move, stay here, bark, bark. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what she's and doing. She and she barked. Absolutely. And Teresa, I don't know if you, you know, are on social media, you know, seeing the things, but there's not a lot of people on the side of Raven or on the side of 
Paul and the shenanigans that they've been doing. A lot of people are seeing Raven and been seeing Raven for her true colors. It's just that hopefully the house will actually see it um, sooner than later, right? Oh, absolutely. And I believe they probably will leave next week. I have no doubt that Raven will leave next week. Everybody is sick to see it. You know how annoying she is. The woman is annoying. It's not even a woman is offending us because she's a little girl. She's not a woman, you know, because a little a woman would behave the way that she does. And I'm glad that uh, the only bad thing, she stayed on the show that long, but she stayed on the show that long because she went there to clean the house. She's cleaning the house, and now she's the dog of the house. So it's fine with me. I just don't like that the fact that uh, she's a... Uh, some of the people don't think that she is like that on the show, but they are annoying by then, you know what I mean? So even Josh, they was pretty much annoying before, and this week he's showing, I don't know, different sides of him. I hope that's who he is, you know, the guy who he was before. And uh, and, talk, and when they're talking about, I love the fact when Christmas talking about Jessica's boyfriend, talk about his being a Marine and put a Marine down. And Paul have the balls to say that Corey is a coward. No, he's the coward one. How can you call yes. a soldier a coward when you never did nothing for your country? How can Christmas and Paul sit there and call a Marine? You know, people who protected their country, who went out there to protect you, you because you wanted to impress Paul because you used to be a soldier. I don't even think that's true because this woman, she say a lot of things that she is. If the only thing she doesn't say that she is is a a liar, conniver, bitch. Excuse me, I don't know if we allowed to say that on the radio. Oh no, you can say that. <laughs> oh, you can say that. Yep, you can say bitch. You can say all that kind of stuff around here. But you know what I mean. <laughs> so, so her and Paul sitting there and saying that that the marine is a coward. And I don't even believe that he's a marine. Like shut the hell That's up. That's horrible. Right, Teresa. Yes. I mean, and the they're putting down what he did with. for us, for our safety, for yes. our freedom. Exactly. I hope all the soldiers there and the people who have a family, they are soldiers, go out there and really say what they're thinking about. You don't put a soldier down. Who the hell are you? You know what I mean? Just because you don't do nothing for your country. Everything that she do is for herself. You know what I mean? It's pretty much what is it? What the the Kennedy guy used to say? Ask you what uh, is not what your country do for you, but what you can do for your country. You know what exactly. I mean? The other way, yep. it's like uh, what Christmas can do for her herself, and Paul can do for herself against who a guy who did something for the country. It's not even fair. You know what I mean? And I really love when Corey called in a bunch of cowards because I believe it. He makes me laugh when they call them a coward because that's exactly who they are, a coward. That bothers me a lot yeah. when they say something bad about the soldier, you know? You don't say that about any soldier. Yeah, and the fact that, like, Paul was trying to make um, Josh say, say as many things that he can say to Cody so that he can punch Cody in the face to get expelled. I mean, I think that's taking it to a different point. I mean, you know, first you put down his military background, and now you want him to punch Josh in the face so he gets expelled. Can't you beat him fair and square? Obviously you can't. That's why you want to fight dirty. 
Exactly. And I feel bad for Josh's family. They can see what they do to his his the kid, you know. They they like him tell the kid to move right him and Raven. Go right, go left and they do it. You know what I mean? I don't want to like to have my son on the show and everybody's talking bad about him, but then when they need to use him, they use him and uh and it's a pretty embarrassing. Paul don't have the brain to win any game unless he behind somebody else. You know what I mean? He's the one that is the considered the coward. He can't exactly every time he go against Corey on a game, he always loses and he's tired to lose. He thinks he's better and stronger. He's not even better looking because let's face it, the hot guy in that show is definitely Corey. <laughs> every time I look at the guy I say Every time I see the guy, like, damn, I can understand why I shoot her like him. But let's face it, if, it, if it Jessica and Corey come out of, that, out of that show, you don't have a beautiful people in that show. Every single one is not a good look at people. And they don't have a good story. No one, that will be like a soap opera, okay? Today, Corey and Jessica leave out of that show. It will be pretty much annoying. We'll be a bunch of crybabies together trying to figure out how to win a half a million dollars because they can't think for themselves. Well, or how to, how to get Paul to win a million dollars because it seems like all of them are playing for Paul to win. That's what it seems like. Um, Teresa, so Jessica's on the block right now. Um, she was not able to win the veto. So right now it's Jessica, Elena, and Raven on the block. On Thursday, you know, I'm hoping that there's a coup d'etat, a special power that falls from the sky. Um, but, uh, you know, do you think that Jessica's going to be safe through this eviction? Do you think she's going to be able to make it? I believe it. I think tonight is a HOH competition. So she can still come out of the show, definitely. Um, well, the HOH already so- happened, so Josh won. But the veto competition already happened. Mark won. Oh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark won, and he took but himself up the block, and they now. put Raven up. They put Raven up. Yeah. Well, I so Raven's on the block part. next to Jessica. I didn't see that part because uh, uh, I thought they were talking about putting her up on the block. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, so I, this I happened know. within the past 24 hours. They just put Raven on the block today, so... Um, yeah, but it's something going on right now today on uh, on on Big Brother. I've been watching the live feed, and they were taping yep. already today. And uh, and Corey is supposed to go do a, some type of competition, but if he when he can take a hoe off of the block, right? Well, he actually won the the temptation, the so state, he was yeah. able to keep him help himself safe, but. He yes. was not able to play in the veto because Christmas had a power and took Cody off the block, um, off of the veto competition. So, um, unfortunately, uh, Christmas stopped Cody from being able to save to save Jessica. Um, Jessica. Yeah. Yep. The only thing we can wish is, like I said, there's a special power, a Pandora box. Something that happens, or these house guests smarten up and evict Raven. Raven's on the block. Time for her to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know this is something I was watching live show today. Is there something going on in the house that uh, they, that's, I think it is another competition going to happen because uh, 
I was watching the show for from the time I, from more than three hours today. So is there something else going on in the house for another competition? So uh, I just hope they uh, they be able to grab that one, you know. But I yeah, don't believe well, they, they, she leave until she actually leave. I think exactly. Big Brother is a way smarter than that because let's face it, none of those people over there they will make the show interesting, you know. So I hope they manage to uh, to give like a winning really a good competition for they to go there and, and fight hard. Well, let's hope so, Teresa. Teresa, we have a couple of questions from the chat room. Um, Cherry, do you have some questions from the chat room? I do. Um, Wolf and Thief wants to know, first, uh, who Teresa would like to see go home next week? Who Teresa, like who do you want to see go home next week? Yeah. Uh, that is, I don't know. Um, I think I would like to see Alex or... Or Jason. Oh, all right, Alex or Jason. That's a very good mix right there. Obviously, we know Alex. Um, if they both is, sit together in the same seat, they can't vote for themselves, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Take away a vote for each one of them. Good point. Yeah. All right. All and right. Uh, our sorry, next question. question is from Jason Lee, and he wants to know, he said he wants to know about Raven, who told lies about dumping Alex's Coke and taking her cat ears and stuff, and how she feels about Elena covering it up for Raven. I I, I did not see the part who did a what, but I know that Jessica not want to be that stupid. No, Jessica so, didn't do it. It was um, uh-huh. Raven that took Alex's uh, cat ears and, and they don't believe, they don't believe Jessica. They believe Raven and Raven's lying. And Elena, Jessica did. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Elena knows the truth and she's not telling people the truth. What do you think about that? Well, I think her is um, between her and Kevin. They both are very dangerous in the house because people actually believe in their story. I I would be pretty much happy if she leave it too, you know. And I hope that Jessica will look it back the when she go home and she see that this woman should stand up for for Jessica, and she did not did that. I, I did not see who she was doing, but I know that Jessica know would do such thing. So that's pretty much conniving right there. And Jessica was trying to to help her today, telling her that Christmas doesn't like her. I was telling Jessica, I mean, she can't hear me. I say, don't say anything. She always wants you out of the house. Keep your big mouth closed. We don't know that Raven actually did that. Yep, Raven's the one that did it, and um, nobody believes Jessica, and Jessica's telling the truth. So they will all see the truth after, but after yeah, is too late, I think, right? I think Jessica I think Jessica should have told her that she didn't want to talk to her $2, you know, Two dollar thing, because Jessica don't use two dollar stupid thing on the top of her head. Why Jessica would have, she can go to what is it Forever Twenty One and buy that for two dollar? Why Jessica want to touch that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she can go to this girl. Forever Twenty One to get the two dollar ears. Oh my God, yeah, I love she it. She goes to the, that girl shopping on Fremont. You know what I mean? So why does she think yeah. the N one? 
It Raven shopping on free market. That's probably why that she want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's a well answered question. All right, uh, Chen Do we have um, any more questions? Another one is from Wolf and Thief again. Isn't it hypocritical? Christmas is saying Jody is taking things personal when she is making it personal and taking things personal herself. Well, I think they called they they, they called Jody Jessica and Cody uh, is Jody basically. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable, Uh, unbelievable. I love the way that everybody lying and do all the carnival thing, and and Christmas pretty much on the top with the Paul the horse, and then they kind I love the way they point the finger at each other and act like they're better than Jessica and Corey when they actually the horse. Yeah, I think everybody but I don't in believe there that's I don't believe that Christmas well, the- going nowhere anyway, okay? She's just jumping in people's back and hoping they can take her all the way to the bank. That's not going to happen. What God decides to be is going to be. It doesn't matter who is going to stand in their way. And, and, and the way the Christmas men behave, that's probably why she broke her leg, because she she doesn't have a good heart. You know, she doesn't. She's not a good person, because a good person would have behaved that way. No matter what, you don't should have sell your soul for money. You know, if somebody asks you to chew, tell the chew or say I don't want to talk about. I can't give you the answer right now, but don't sell your soul. Remember who you are, because when you leave yeah. out of there, that's the only thing you can take with you is who you are. Yeah, I think that the you know the Big Brother game is about lying. It's about manipulating it is, but I think that some point in the game it got uh, way out of line and the whole Big Brother game got forgotten in the whole mix. And uh, it's a lot of, uh, like you said, bullying in in all parts. It's not just, you know, one, but it's all. But, I mean, at some point you got to be able to defend yourself. And if you've got nobody else, there's two people against ten people, I mean, you have to, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's it's one of those things. But they're doing it, they're saying it, and they're also doing it in competitions and winning things. So, um, you know, it, it's it's been a crazy watching the game and, you know, rooting for Jess, uh, Jessica and, and Cody. And, you know, I, I get a lot of crap on the Internet. I could care less what you people say or whatever. But at the same time, Teresa and Cherry, there's so many more Jessica fans out there. There's so many more fans of the actual game that, to me, those people that are hating, I could care less about. They're like, the, you know, the gum on the bottom of your shoe that you yeah. get on the bottom but, and just keep walking. But you want to know, know who would it be against the Jessica and Corey is the people who always do the bully, the people who, who identify yep. themselves with this kind of people because you know what to defend somebody if you have a kid, your kid going to school and be bowling. So only the people who would say anything bad about Corey and Jessica is the people who actually live their life that way. They like to make other people miserable to make themselves feeling better. Because you know what they say, misery like company. So yep. the people That's that you so true. it's not just because she's my kid. But she's been playing the game willing also. And the people that is against and go on and there on the website and say anything bad about Jessica and Corey, they they are low just like you say, they are very low 
I cannot use the word, but you know, know what I was going to say. You know what I mean? The second word, bag, you know, they really, you know? So the people, they actually yeah. like to, to be miserable and like to treat people that way. The people, they already lost their soul. They're lost in people. You know what I mean? They don't have a heart anymore. The only thing they have is misery and jealousy. They want things they, they can't have, but they don't want to go out there and work. They want everything coming easy in their life. So because nothing coming easy, now they're miserable. Now they want to show their misery to other people. The only people who would actually be against the Jessica and Corey is the people who actually is the bully. Otherwise, I don't believe in that. I don't believe the end one with a, 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 somebody that are honorable, somebody that are really good people, and believe in they, whatever the religion they decide to believe, they know what's wrong and they know what's right. And if they want to watch, they're watching a movie because it's fake. But Big Brother is reality. So don't be happy. Don't laugh. Or don't think that's fun because other people that are watching, and they don't think so. It's more good people on this earth than he is mean and miserable people. Yes, very true. It is it is disgusting. I mean, at one point I had the feeds on and, um, you know, there everybody was attacking, you know, everybody. And I just said to myself, like, this isn't, you know, Big Brother. Like, you know, you attack about game-wise. You know, you're there to play Big Brother to win a half a million dollars. And now you're discrediting people's military and you're, you're saying this about them and that. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of things. And everybody ganging up on one person, it, it reminds me of high school, you know? <laughs> I, well, I don't know about how the high school is in here, but I know that mine was definitely not that way. It was about, you know, good kids because they have a good family. And anyone who is uh, disagree that uh, how things is happening in, in Big Brother and they think they should have continued to do it, they definitely don't have a good family. They don't, maybe they don't even have a family around. So they can actually sit there and, you know, pointing, oh, I, love, I like this. I don't like that. Well, I hope they continue to really make this too miserable. You know, when you wish bad things for other people, you get yours too, you know. The more positive and the more things that you wish for other people, it happens to you too. You've got to have a faith and believe that your time coming, good things coming in your direction. But when you're miserable and you want everybody else to be miserable, and then no, good things are not going to happen to you because you think you deserve Life is not about what you think you deserve. You go out there and you create a life for yourself and trying to be nice to other people. Because let's face it, you know, when you're nice and kind to other people, it's, you feel really good. You know, you're doing, you're doing actually for yourself. When you're kind to other people, you can feel in your soul that you did the right thing, so it makes you feel good too. You know, it's a give and take. Absolutely. You want to be treated the way you treat others. So if you if you exactly. want to be treated Respect good, then you treat everything. others good. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, the game's not over when they leave the house. The game of Big Brother's over, but they still need to live in the game of life. And let me tell you, a lot of people are going to be uh, wide awake when they come out of the house and find out uh, really what Big Brother fandom thinks and what the world thinks. I mean, there's a lot of things that were on uh, TMZ and, uh, you know, a lot of things that were said and done and 
You know, they have to live with what was said in, you know, in the house, and they have to deal with the consequences. But um, if Jessica was standing in front of you right now and you had one minute to talk to her, what would you say to her if she was standing in front of you right now? Oh, my God. I I don't even know it. I think I would be too emotionally to talk because um, my kids and I, we talk every day, and they don't have no secret. We talk about everything, whatever question they have, no matter about whatever thing, whatever, they always ask me. So we did never actually, we never have a, that kind of, I can't say that to my mom, I can't ask that to my mom. So I always talk to my kids every day. And the most cute thing about it is not me calling or texting them every day. Is they do it. Sometimes they get mad with me. Mom, how come you haven't texted me or called me in three or four hours? You know what I mean? Are well, you okay? I cannot go one day without talking to my kids because they check on me every day. So for me to not been talking to Jessica every day is very hard for me because she always has something, you know, to ask me and this or that and uh, She's telling me things about her life. So it's very difficult for me to not see her and not talk to her. It makes me happy to see her on TV and hear her voice. I really love that a lot because uh, at least I can see her and I can hear her. So I really don't know what I would say to her. But I think that um, I would tell her that she, she did it unbelievable and she really fight hard. She make her father realize that the Italian on her, you know, she's really strong, you know, and the Brazilian, her two also combination, excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then she yes, fight really, yes, she fight really hard, and we are really proud. And uh, no matter now what happened in that house, she did it better than everybody. And knowing that everybody, most of the people be saying nice things about her on the website, and let's face it, Whatever there is out there, it will follow you forever, you know. So she can be pretty much happy and proud. That's what happens instead of the other people in the house. And when they get out of the house, they go to find out what people really think about them. And they will follow them forever. They will be embarrassed to tell anyone they are, they've been on a big brother. Because people will say, oh, you are the crybaby. Oh, you're the asshole. You know, so if you have to tell people, <laughs> I wasn't a big brother, no one remember you, girl, no one, okay? If you have to say that, especially when you, two months later, people don't even remember you because what? Because you decide to go on TV and show your true color and embarrass your family and friends. So she can be very proud that people, the only people be saying mean things is the people that are the miserable people, and no one will be around Want to be around miserable people, so I pretty much would tell her she did really good. And a lot of the people, I'm not going to say you know just the America because let's face it, all the Brazilian out there, the Portuguese, right, and all the beautiful Woo-hoo! Spanish people and the Italian. They're sure they already know she's Italian. Even the Irish who love her too. What's not to love? <laughs> so let's face right, it, all the American people really like her, and I appreciate that a lot. And I believe that when she come out of that show, no matter what happened, I think she will have a you know a good bright future ahead of her. You said uh, the other people in the house, they pretty much have to to go to the house and change the color of their hair and hope no one recognize that. The left <laughs> have to change the color. <laughs> have to change the spot, right? 
That's right. And um, at the end of this all, uh, Jess is definitely, I think, going to come out with a boyfriend. So there's going to be an extra family member um, that you'll be welcoming into your family. So it's going to be great for you to finally, after all is said and done, get to meet Cody. I have a few that are going to be a wedding friend in this guy's life. (laughs) I can see the way they talk. And I can see she always talk about have a three boys for entire life. She always talk about that. And seeing she's talking on TV about, oh, I want to have three boys, maybe later have a girl, you know, that kind of stuff. Then, uh, and then I realized that some people thought, oh, she's pregnant. I mean, like, come on, people. She's talking about the future, having boys. And, and he's touching her stomach and trying to visualize how she would look at you know, being pregnant, and then the people go down on the web and they say, oh, just it's pregnant, like, get me a break. So my son <laughs> called, my son texted me in the middle of the night, and he said, Mom, that is true. I said, baby, don't be so gullible, okay? I told him, today I was watching the, the live show, and I see her grab her boat control off of the table and take it. Now, she's not pregnant. She's not that kind of girl. They're talking about the future. He said, oh, okay, okay. And I say, I'm possible now it to be a grandma. You know, she know I'll beat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Teresa. That's but when hilarious. she gets out of the show, I want her to go to your show and have an awesome conversation face-to-face. Oh, absolutely. Because well, I'm going to be at the finale. She yes, loves yes. Rhode Island. So we all go into Rhode Island. With your mom, okay, and uh, we're going yes, to have that awesome Mama conversation. Exactly, yes. exactly. Absolutely, and uh, I'm going to be at the finale in California, so I can't wait. Um, I don't know if you're going oh, to be I'm attending or not. I'm definitely going to be there, yes. I don't know what day it's going to be, but I'm sure she's they going to inform me when that's going to be. And uh, I definitely, let me know because, uh, you know, we can all leave We'll together. be hanging out. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll definitely be hanging out Um, Let's see, Terry, do we have any more questions? Um, Because we're going to be wrapping it up No, we do not Do you have anything you want to say, Terry, to Miss Teresa? I just want to say thank you so much for her joining us And I really enjoyed her comments tonight I adore Jessica and I wish her all the best after she gets out of the show, her and Cody both, and I think they have a fabulous future ahead of them. Well, Absolutely. I haven't met you yet, but because you adore Jessica, so I would I adore you. Because <laughs> oh. you know how mommy is, right? You know how mommy is. You love who love your kids. Absolutely. I think she's Absolutely. really had a, a great, you know, show of who she is in, in the house and she was very well raised and she's a strong woman and she's got a great heart you can tell that by who she is in the house she always stood up and offered the truth to anybody who was attacking her she didn't back down she said you know I'm here for your questions you don't have to yell at me just ask your questions and I'll give you the truth and she showed no one asked who she was they just wanted to bully yeah they just want to yell. Yeah, they just want to scream at her. That's all they do. Yeah, because they actually, in reality, they have nothing to say because they're imbalanced. They're all working behind each other's back. They're afraid, you know? 
She confronts. Yeah, yes. She's not afraid. You have something to say. Say. If you're not, you're not happy screaming. Yep, and it's true because they think the louder they scream, the more their point's getting through, but it's really not how it works. It's If you're still telling a lie, no matter if you're yelling or not, it's still a lie. But uh, it's been a pleasure watching Jessica. I really hope she makes it through this. But I really appreciate you calling in, Teresa. Um, I know a lot of people out there um, in the chat room are, you know, loving you and uh, Jessica, and they're only wishing the best for for Jessica and Cody, and thank you so much for calling in, Teresa. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for inviting me in your radio, but uh, I can't believe that I spend that much time, take all your time talking about Jessica and Cody, but uh, when she's come to town, we all go on to your, your radio, and I hope uh, not going to be too many negative people there, you know, to asking all the negative things, and I was lucky. There was not that way today. I was a little concerned about that. Oh, no. And I, I mean, don't know. We, you know, and after today, there is the negative, but we're positive. To call me. Right? Oh, after nobody's today, calling you nothing. They probably say bad things about me, too, you know? But you want to know something? My daughter, we're just like, if you have something bad to say, just bring it on, you know? Absolutely. We always land on our feet, no matter what, so... The good and the bad, and if somebody has something bad to say, hey, just go at it. Go for it, you know? So yep. that's the reason that Jessica is the way she is. She learned, you know, at home how to stand up for herself. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's what we like to see, somebody standing up for what they believe in, and she's absolutely done that. And uh, I will definitely be talking to you, Miss Teresa. You know I'll be texting you. <laughs> yes, yes. You know something. If you most, if you, everybody always would stand up for themselves, the bully now would have a chance. You're right. right. Absolutely. That's right. Yep. Yes. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Teresa, Carol, I hope you'll join you. us again. Yes, just invite me. I have nothing better to do. I love to talk about <laughs> <All right>. kids. <laughs> and we and love Michelle, it. Thank you so much, Teresa. Yes, baby. Hey, honey, I keep forgetting your name. Sorry. Um, you, um, if you wanted to ask any more questions, you know, you can ask Jessica brother because I'm sure they both share more stuff than I do. <laughs> you know how kids is. So if you yeah, have, I've actually talked to yeah. Chris. Me and Chris have talked to yes. each other. So yes, I, he might be the next big brother. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yes, I are. did talk to him. Yeah, they so. how hot he is. I think they're going to start to look for hot people. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you and I should go down, okay? You should go back, and you and I will go down. We're going to show these people how to play the game. Yeah, we'll bring them on the castle, too. If I could have been a little more, Jim, vamos brincar este jogo e vamos dar fatadas na cara. Tá bom, Teresa? Vamos dar muito, muito chute e pontapé. Mandar um muro yes. na cara desses idiotas aí. aí. <risos> <risos> Olha, muito obrigada right. pra, por tudo aí. Obrigada. Um beijão para você, tá? Thank you, girls. Have a good night. Tchau. Bye. Kisses. Bye bye. Thank you, Thank you bye. Teresa. Take care, hon. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. What a great guest. Oh, she was awesome. I adore her. Oh. Yeah, she's awesome. Teresa is awesome. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I knew uh, Teresa um, for many, many, many years. We worked together, uh, like, 
about 15 years ago together. So, um, awesome. And uh, I'm just so glad that I would, didn't have to do a lot of translating, though. Me and her did just talk shit in Portuguese for a couple of seconds there. So, I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught that, but we but we talked about slapping idiots in the face. So, <laughs> 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 well, everybody, um, I hope you guys enjoyed Manic Monday. Uh, thank you so much, Cameron, that called in earlier. Um, what a pleasure he was. And thank you so much for Teresa's mom, um, Jessica's mom, Teresa, for calling in. Just to let you guys know that Ramsey's will be on next week. So be ready for Mr. Ramsey's to come on Manic Monday. How exciting. All right, Cherry, it's time to close out the show. Okay, we're going to close the show with Ryan as we always do. And like Michelle said, make sure you're here next week at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Ramsey's to be here with us on Manic Mondays. Here's Ryan to take us out. Good night, all. Have a great week. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with our Michelle Costa. Michelle, say goodnight. Ciao. Un bon night para todos. Viva Manic Monday. <laughs> uh, yeah. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, all. Take care. And be Ciao. kind to each other out there. That's a wrap. Good night. Bye.